the Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bitterfly Podcast. It's a special episode today because I have Jordan Alexis James on, uh, my OnlyFans connection. And I'm so fucking excited because basically since I started this podcast, I've been wanting to do an OnlyFans episode. This is like so sweet. I'm so excited. Welcome, Jordan Alexis James. Thank you. I'm stoked as well. Yeah, no, this is fuck yeah. I I like tell okay. Let's just start basic. Describe Let- OnlyFans for the folks who've never heard of it. What the fuck is this? Why is it blown up during COVID? Tell us. Yeah, definitely. Um, so OnlyFans. The best way I can describe it is it is almost identical to Instagram in its platform. Um, You sign up and you make your profile and then you can post on your feed. You can put things in your story. Um, You have DMs to all the people that you might want to follow or following you. But the kicker is instead of following anyone for free or a private account or that kind of a thing, you charge a certain amount per month, somewhere between $4.99 and $49.99 for anyone to be able to follow you and see this content that you're putting out. So theoretically, it was designed for any sort of content creator. So if you came from Twitch or um, if you're a musician, if you're an artist, anyone who's a big fan can pay you a certain amount per month um, to support you and see some exclusive content. Oh, that's um, interesting. So it's like a way to bypass, like for a musician, like a production company, or like if you were an actor, it was a way to like, not have to wait for the movie to come out. You could get like content personalized. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So there's also the big difference. The second big difference is like, there's no rules which is why it's turned into what it has. So nudity, fine. Profanity, fine. Pornography, fine. And so I think it was about the time that Beyonce came out with her song, or um, she came into Megan the Stallion's song, Savage, with her line, like, she might start her OnlyFans. And then there was the uh, Bella Thorne scandal but um about those after those two things it's really been a big like buzz it's really um catching on if you will. yeah I keep hearing about OnlyFans like I myself have thought about getting on there because like I mean we all send ass pics to like our friends and our lovers <laughs> like I mean you, you get know? paid for that tell me more I yeah I I was really never that girl. Like if you told me I was going to have an OnlyFans maybe <laughs> a year ago, I would have laughed in your face. But Really? Okay. Yes. But it's 2020, baby. And um, honestly, you had something to do with it. So I listened, to, I tuned into episode one of the Bitterfly podcast and started hearing a bit about um, seeking arrangements and, mm. uh, you know, the world of uh, opportunity for women. um and I ended up signing on to that thing oh my god I am so touched by this (laughs) this is so true (laughs) there's uh, some divine inspiration and uh you get full credit holy Um, shit so you started sugar babying 
I did. Yes. And I started following people on TikTok that were sugar babying for like the pro tips. And a lot of them were also on OnlyFans. And so that's when I really started to hear a lot more about it. And it was the girls coming out with the like, I made 100K in a week. Oh my uh, gosh. Stuff that um, they didn't have to sign up. Oh yeah, no, that sounds sick as fuck. Okay, so you were enticed by sugar babying and then inspired by TikTok. So how long have you been on OnlyFans? I started my OnlyFans in the last week of August. So holy shit, recently, it's almost it's been three months. It's been three months. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I really only I really only picked it up in September. Um, I was working in a job at a job in my field, um, that for the last year had been like the best gig ever, like the most fun, most educational introduced me to the best people. And then COVID hit Mm. and then the forest fires hit Mm. and my company did not handle either of those things very well. So it was definitely like, um, a COVID inspired move as well so I was showing up to a place where there were no like extra masks let alone sometimes we'd like run out of soap what yeah like it it got really bad and we were so understaffed because a lot of our employees were uh taking COVID leave um and it was just getting ridiculous oh and then they cut all of our employees except for a special few from 40 hours to 20 hours without so much as 48 hours warning. And that's when my income got cut in half. And I was like, I got to figure something out. Yeah. Like I got to pay rent and I need to eat. Um. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those um, COVID scramble side gigs. That's another reason why it's really picked up. Yeah, definitely. So how did you go about deciding a monthly subscription fee? Like when you initially got on there? You mentioned $4.99. Is that like the minimum? You can't charge less than that? hmm Okay. That's pretty affordable, uh, even for like, you know, someone who yeah. has no money. Yeah. And there's definitely different um, marketing strategies, different ways to go about it. Um, there's the whole know your worth notion, but we can talk about, I personally have gone through many phases of um, charging different ways in the last three months. And, um, I'm sort of still in my like, um, test driving, um, period, if you will. Um, so when I first started my OnlyFans, it was at $5 a month. And I'll tell you why. Um, (laughs) the reason being is because I did not in the first month of my OnlyFans career lift a finger. I did not do anything except locate in my like camera roll photos that I had taken in a swimsuit or somehow less clothed and nothing I was uncomfortable with. Nothing I hadn't ever posted on Facebook or Instagram already. Yeah. So it was just like free content. You're like, I already got this. I already took it. Like I, I sent it to someone for free. So might as well. When I started, I wasn't sure how far I was going to go with it, but I knew if I could get money, like if I got $5 for every time I was checked out, 
and someone wanted to see more. Oh my God. You'd be a rich bitch. <laughs> so I got started $5 a month for any fans. And believe me, there are some simps out there before I had <laughs> anything posted. I got $4 in my first week. Like I, I started in the last week of August, but I didn't have shit up. I just started a, an Instagram account and someone, someone already started to pay me money. Um, the second week I started posting my Instagram stuff and I made about $88. That's, that's IRL. That's reality. In, in week two, you made in 88. Week two. Okay. But in month one, so the remaining three weeks of September, I racked up 999 ish for barely lifting a finger. And by the end of the month, I was in like the top 7.2 of content creators. So So, good, good segue. Does OnlyFans give you analytics? Like what countries are you working with? Like who is, who's looking at your shit? Yeah. They definitely give you a lot of information. So, um, if you're smart and can work the data and figure out what's going on behind it, um, you can really make a lot, but you can't just be pretty and make money with OnlyFans. You actually have to market yourself constantly. But the question was, who's looking at my OnlyFans? Yeah. Like who, which countries? Yeah. So, um, a lot of people from Europe, um, which was surprising to me. Um, but I have a lot of folks, um, throughout Europe that I have to like wake up early for. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wake up, up in the European like, market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the 2am posts. That's for you guys. Um, <laughs> but, so um, funny. yeah. And it's also really funny. They, um, really like my accent. I get this a lot. I get a oh. lot. Um, so it's probably about 50% people from America. I'd say 25% from Europe. And I think there's a, there has to be some country bands. Um, but I get a lot of India. Um, and then nowhere else in the continent of Asia. Like, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but, uh, I also think it could have to do with, um, Instagram presence and, uh, boosting my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, having paid for followers at the beginning, smart move. I just learned no that OnlyFans originated and their headquarters is in London. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Interesting. That makes sense. That would, yeah. That would explain the Londoners. I get a lot of Londoners. They're really cute. <laughs> so yeah. you regularly post on your OnlyFans and your TikTok and your Instagram, just kind of like promoting yourself. But do you also offer personalized content like those DMs? I can answer both of those questions. So, um, I, after spending the month of September going hard at keeping it simple, basically, um, I had a lot of fun with that and decided it was something that I wanted to keep doing as a source of income, but that I needed to chill uh, to finish up college because I'm now in my last three weeks. And Mm. at that point had about like seven or eight left and really needed to like hunker down, focus, get through it. And when I did um, slow my roll, I dropped my price from $5 to free. 
Oh, shit. Yes. So I'm currently a free profile um, with a lot of uh, valuable content. And this strategy that I'm working is (laughs) I I went from like a thousand likes to 3.8 and 23 followers to 153. And um, that like critical mass aspect is really valuable. Uh, just having people that are, you know, liking and subscribing, um, to be able to show that is, uh, important. It's like starting a profile is the hardest. You really got to get somewhere to get somewhere. Right. Um, Traction is important. Definitely. Um, so I right now, um, am only posting when I have the time when, you know, my like college career allows and, uh, when I'm, um, booking photo shoots, which is another thing. Um, cause yeah, it's all very, it's all very time consuming. So right now we're free. Um, and as soon as I finish up college, we'll put it back at a paid subscription price and have a lot more like in the resume. So figuring out that price I'll probably put it back somewhere lower, somewhere between five and ten dollars. Although a lot of the girls that I know have profiles that are ten or more, uh, because I would really like to see how far I can go. And without a doubt, the the lower your price, the easier it is to click the subscribe button for anyone. And uh, the more followers you have, the more potentially you have to make that extra money. So part two. Um, the DMs, the sexy personalized yeah. content. There are so many ways besides the subscription price to make money. The DMs, you can send unlockable posts for a certain price. As a free account, which is something I wanted to trial, you can actually post things in your feed, and this is exclusive to free accounts. You can post things in your feed that you have to unlock for a certain price. So I was thinking maybe I'll get a million followers, start putting my things on the main feed and they'll start clicking that button. I found out in this trial that most people that are clicking the free subscription button are clicking on it because they're looking for free content. And so despite the fact that I've grown my follower base, like 200% or whatever, I've made so much less money because, because, because it's, I think it's the, the, the target market that you're looking for. Yeah. The demographic that you're getting when you have a free account is only looking for free things. Mm -hmm. Well, that's like good information to know. Yeah. Like back when, back when your account was like subscription based and not free, what kind of personalized content were people asking you for? <laughs> sure. Um, so all sorts of stuff. So um, these these people have like, I'm guessing any like fetish that you could find on the internet or in porn, like were people asking you for that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, everyone is a unique creature with uh something that gets them going and um I think OnlyFans has been a really safe space for 
you know, people of a certain fetish to find a community or, uh, you know, a person that can um, make them happy. <laughs> um, and so that's a great thing about it, I think. Um, have I gotten special requests? Yes. Uh, definitely. Has anyone been like, Jordan Lee, please like pee in a bucket? Like, yeah. Know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do pee things. Um, I will do feet things. I feet things. What kind of feet? $50 in 10 minutes wiggling and then sucking on my toes. <laughs> and I will do it again. And again and again. You do it again. Ten minutes. Yeah, no, that's down, that's amazing profit. Like the effort to profit ratio there is just yeah. one hundred. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> there's so much room for, um, you know, sex sells. Sex sells. It always has, and it always will. It I think, always has. Yeah. If we didn't have that, like primal instinct to go after something that is desirable like the whole uh-oh human species would like fail so you can't blame a person for like really um you know always uh being on the prowl and uh, yeah sex sex uh, is uh recession proof if you will <laughs> it's covid proof it's everything. Okay, free. everyone. This is so. pro tips from Jordan <laughs> Alexis James. <laughs> yeah. Now for girls to have something in their back pocket, you're never hopeless because of this fact. And I think that the more open we can, openly we can discuss it and the less we can stigmatize it, the better. Because it does, it affects me so little to wear a pair of panties for 24 hours and put it in a Ziploc bag for someone. Oh my God. <laughs> so you're sending shit like in the mail as well. Like I thought OnlyFans is just videos and pictures, right? So have you, it sounds like you've taken this business like a little bit further. I am exploring all the avenues at the moment. I'm really testing all of the different waters that are out there with the goal of being able to become uh, financially independent and also being able to move around globally as soon as COVID ends um, and, you know, have sort of a stable income. Live the life you've always wanted. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as Michaela Samantri, uh idol, would say, uh, if you got it, monetize it. And um, yeah, as long as you can feel good about what you're doing and you're living a happy life, uh, make it happier by traveling. <laughs> I love it. So what's your favorite thing to do on OnlyFans? Like, what do you have the most fun with? I have the most fun with, honestly... I found that um, it's the modeling for me. Like it's really going to, especially in COVID times, meet new photographers, um, have a fun hour or two. Um, I've really come into uh, like a big self-love phase in my life. So uh, it's a big like, um, I don't know. I am beautiful reminder. I am desired reminder, if you will, like every time. Um, 
that's a that's a cute thing about OnlyFans. Like if you needed the confidence boost, you're finding validation. You, you can find it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, going to the photo shoots, making the friends. I made a lot of friends with um, like fellow models, and I'm getting to know a lot of photographers right now. Um, so I might, you know, stick with um, modeling in general as a form of income, uh, especially as I like stabilize or like root. Um, just, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun money doing that. I don't necessarily don't tell them, but I don't do it for the guys. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so you are pan. Mm-hmm. How does your sexuality impact like do you think you get like more dm requests because people are like oh, i want to see her oh, do you ever do anything with a partner like are people That's into funny. that <laughs> um no no partner stuff yes yet but um i would say that it's not not a selling point it's not it's not it's not a turn off for the people that I've pulled. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, um, I've kind of always been pan and poly. Um, but I have in my lifetime pretty much only committed myself to, um, lesbian monogamous relationships. Um, mostly because, you know, I love women enough. The women that I loved (laughs) wanted that from me monogamy and you know no competition or whatever um and so I shape-shifted if you will and it it was comfortable for a long time um but I realized I guess um at a certain point in my life that I would be limiting myself um and would probably get to an older age and be unhappy about the fact that I never did get to be myself fully and explore fully. And I really had to go through a big, uh, like we'll call it like an ego death and uh, spiritual awakening, if you will, to come to the conclusion that not only could people love me, if I was pan and poly and fully myself, but also that if no one did, I could love myself enough and live a more joyous, more fulfilling life being, following, you know, my heart and my impulses some more. So then the whole world became my oyster. And beautiful. I love that. (laughs) I think we should all so lean. We should lean into like what we feel. I've had like very similar feelings about monogamy in my life where I'm like, I feel trapped. I feel like I'm still attracted to other people. I think that's like a big monogamous lie is that you know, when you're with the right person, you won't find anyone else attractive or you, you know, and that's just like not true. That's literally yeah. not true at all and um yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. I've done a lot of research on polyamory in the past few years. So I'm like, this could potentially work for yeah, like a lot of people. 
Cause it's like not based in jealousy. It's based in like honest communication. I actually think polyamorous relationships probably have better communication than monogamous ones because you can just be fucking honest. Like, yeah. Hey, that person's hot. Hey, I feel a connection over here. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The only difference between a monogamous relationship and an open relationship is not the fact that monogamous people don't see attraction in other people. It's the fact that they can acknowledge that, accept it, bring it to their partner, talk about it, get over it or get through it. That is the only difference. It is a matter of communication. So yeah, totally. And also like compersion. Have you read about compersion? It's actually like a really interesting piece of like the polyamory open relationship story. It's like this notion that like your partner having positive experiences with someone else brings you and your relationship positivity. It's like this like amplification of like happiness. What's it called? Compersion. Compersion. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start talking about that with uh, some of the beautiful examples of like super functional, healthy, polyamorous relationships I have in my life. Compersion. Compersion. Yeah. No. And it's like monogamous can feel compersion too. It's just like that. I don't know. Has anybody ever been like, your girlfriend's hot as fuck. And you're like, thank you. Like, I love that you think that. And I don't feel threatened by the fact that someone else finds my partner attractive. I am like, like that excitement is amplified, like in me too, you know, I'm honored that you think that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I've always been that guy. So basically that, um, that led me to allow myself to be a flirtatious and feminine and sexual creature that I have always been, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I've always been a dancer. Oh my gosh, Emily, I can't believe I didn't mention this. So another reason I got, Oh my God, wait, I was dying at your bio. Okay. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I forgot to plug your fucking IG Jordan Alexis James, everyone on Instagram. (laughs) Check this bitch out right now. Jordan Alexis James. If you look at it all lowercase, it has the word anal in it, which props to you. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan anal. I would just like to point out real quick with you bringing up the fact that you're a dancer, I LOL'd so hard at your bio, which says just a tiny dancer with big dreams. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh my gosh. So at the beginning, beginning, beginning of my OnlyFans career in September, when I was only, um, you know, posting little, very little, um, I had in my bio that I was saving up for a poll. I really wanted a pole. I wanted a pole for my house uh, to have like a quarantine hobby and an exercise outlet and that kind of a thing. Always been a dancer. Always wanted to get into pole. Wait, how much but are poles just by the way? Are they expensive? A thousand dollars. What? <laughs> well, I guess you want to get a good pole. one. You don't want that shit to fall out of the wall. You need to get high quality, I guess. It's actually outdoors because we're in California. It's really nice weather. I'm looking oh. at it right now. I really don't have fun. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I I really wanted this pole and I really wanted, basically, I have this idea. I've always kind of wanted to be a stripper, but 
in quarantine, like in COVID times, do you really want to be lap dancing on like a few men tonight? And, and I don't even know if they're open right now, but I feel like you're doing like the safer online thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what if you could be a stripper and like only take off the clothes that you wanted to when you wanted to and never have to touch people and never have awkward small talk and never mm. have to lap dance and never like brilliant. So, <laughs> so I was like, guys, help me buy a stripper pole and I'll put out like pole dancing content. This is the best of all, this is the best of all worlds for you. Yes. This is, this is and all the good. My dance lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So she got a stripper pole. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Um, <laughs> so give us some tips on like making bios, picking profile pictures. How did you decide? Like, is there a story behind like Jordan Alexis James? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. So the story is, um, I, uh, I've always cut, I, well, once upon a time I needed a fake ID. For legal purposes, <laughs> this is a joke. And this is a joke (laughs) in the joke goes, um, (laughs) I got one from a online source and it was a super credible, um, Arizona, like identical ID from China where they, you know, produce the plastic they send over that turns into ID cards. So it's legit scan. So I had to come up with a name and I was trying to think of something realistic and I, I like the name Jordan. Anyways, we came up with Jordan <laughs> Alexis James. And 10 times out of 10, I tell people my name and they'd be like, is that a porn star name? <laughs> Does that sound like a porn star name to you? Um, honestly, yeah, but like classy. But everyone, everyone's like, that's porn star name, ain't it? I was like, no. <laughs> you didn't know it was going to be a porn star name. And now look, <laughs> well, okay. So then I turned 21 and I didn't need it anymore. So my car became Jordan, Jordan car. And then, um, oh, it was a, it was a birthday present. It was my first birthday. Oh, okay, cool. There's a little switcheroo there. And then moved out to Cali. You just check it on as like a, like an alter ego name. Mm. <laughs> just everything reckless and um, extra is Jordan. And therefore <laughs> when I'm feeling extra and reckless, which is often, <laughs> yeah, I really, um, took on the alter egos, very Hannah Montana moment. Uh, mm. at this point I'm allowing, uh, these like alter egos to mesh and finding my own and like, uh, really, you know, just I don't know, being authentic. Um, so yeah, no shame. Oh, did you want to know like how to like make a profile picture and stuff? Yeah. Like if I am listening to this podcast right now, and I mean, you've said a number of things that make it sound highly intriguing. Like, I I think we're going to pique some people's interests. Um, so. so if you're listening and you're like, damn, I want to start an OnlyFans, 
Jordan Alexis James, how do I pick my own screen name? Do I just go like, do I pick my porn star name? The name of the street I grew up in, <laughs> my first animal's name or what? Yes, like- that's exactly the way to go. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I, um, like, why don't you say, use your regular name? Definitely. Um, I don't use my regular name because I have plans, uh, to start a business. Um, I would like to be able to use my own real name and, um, attract clients to said business that, uh, didn't hear about me from my only fans, or if they Googled me, wouldn't hear about my only fans. Mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, so I came up with an altered, like an, uh, an alias. Um, and then I kind of, I definitely started by testing if I could not show a face. So my first banner and my first profile picture were, um, vague. I think my, like, it was just like of your my- body, like your head was cut off kind of thing. Yeah, just, just like a cleavage shot for the profile picture. And I had like my um, Instagram at symbol, like as a header, um, as a as a beginner so that people would see some of the like more content that I posted there and maybe like as a as, like a teaser, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I would say that it would be very, very tough to do well on OnlyFans without posting your face or a decent amount of your body. As inundated as the market is post Bella Florence scandal, post Beyonce lyrics. Oh yeah, I imagine it's super saturated and like really hard to compete. Yeah, so there are a lot of girls that are showing a lot more for a lot less. And so it's hard to sell yourself unless you have a really big personality, unless you have a really pretty face, unless you have, sometimes I found that being the girl that's not willing to show too much can actually be a selling point. Oh. Just cause men, because men. Because um, men. <laughs> if you look young, it's a selling point and if you're like hard to get or you're like new to the field, if you're amateur selling point. Okay. Yeah. So you'd suggest for a bio, like making an Instagram that goes along with the OnlyFans or like some other kind of like social media for promotion. And I would not. <laughs> I take it. I take that. Oh, you would not? That, um, yeah. That's how I got started. The, the, um, the bio in the bio, it's really important to tell people, especially if you have a paid account, what you are going to post. Do okay. not lie about it. Do not, Bella Florin, do not um, post what you will not do. Rather, you have something to sell, whomever you are. Talk about what you would offer the person so positive spin like I'm only doing feet pics I'm only doing ass pics how about ass pics galore one of the these feet um yeah like um leave something up to the imagination don't tell people what you're not going to do um definitely talk about something 
um, that you would do. Or for me, I really think that one thing that uh, got people to sub was the whole help me save for a poll. Um, okay. So maybe like a, I'm a poor college student. Help me pay rent. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Cause people love charity work for like nudes. Don't God they? bless the simps. God bless the simps. <laughs> okay. So how do you recommend, you kind of touched on like the Instagram thing. How do you recommend people get more followers? Yeah. Your one suggestion was like drop down to free, so blow it up. But if I'm just starting out and I have no followers on OnlyFans, and I just I really want to like get throw you know dip my toe, throw my hat in, whatever. How do I? What would be your suggestion for first steps? Definitely. Um, it is really like if you do not have a following already starting from ground zero is tough, but it's not impossible. Uh, because I was unwilling to use my own like personal um, name and platform to promote um, until I felt comfortable with it, I had to start a brand new Instagram. Um, and I also began a Twitter and a Reddit and a Facebook. Um, and I think that's it uh, per recommendation of some OnlyFans mentors with YouTube videos out there. Marketing your OnlyFans. Has your, like, anyone in your family found your OnlyFans Facebook? Like, because I, <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes, like, you might pop up on suggested friends. Like, did grandma find TikTok? TikTok. Grandma found no, no, no. Alexis James TikTok? I made a TikTok and didn't realize that it's so local. Oh. And wasn't exactly ready then to like talk about it yet. And um, <laughs> I have no doubt that like my ex found my TikTok account before I could find hers because it was recommended to me and everyone else's was. So I like posted something, like waited five days and then came back and had all these suggested accounts, obviously people that had been watching my videos. Mm-hmm. Anyways that's fun. Um, <laughs> yes. My parents, uh, are like, I told my parents before they found. That's good. You got out. it. You got ahead of the, of the wave. You controlled the narrative slightly with your parents. That's good. Yep. yep, yeah. yep. Um, yeah, but, uh, it, um, marketing your only fans, you cannot do it passively. Only fans does not advertise you, you advertise you. So if you start an OnlyFans and you put your profile out there, no one will find it unless you reference it somewhere else. Okay. So um, Reddit is probably one of the best ways as far as I have heard. I am getting the hang of Reddit and starting to gain followers because of it. But the majority of my followers come from Instagram. Okay. The only reason being is because I think I'm better at Instagram. Um, you know, I figured out the algorithm pretty much down to the science and I am smart enough to figure out the analytics for my personal profile and have gained most of the followers that I have. And I've taken a poll actually on my OnlyFans to be like, 
where did you find me? As well as have like analytics that say this person came from your Reddit. This person clicked your, all my links. This person came from your Twitter post. Um, but yeah, Instagram has been where it's at for me. Um, what are your favorite hashtags to use on Instagram? Like hashtag big booty or what? Yeah. <laughs> good question. Good question. So what I should they be hashtagging if they want to, you know, bump up their only fans following. Yeah. I've done a lot of homework on this one. Um, because I started off like an amateur tagging only fans, girls of only fans, um, and things related, which will make sure that you do not publish yourself to anyone new, only the people that you're, that are following you already. If that, if you aren't completely shadow banned. Um, so hashtag sexy legs hashtag oh fitness motivation I love to get the fit guys the guys that go to the gym so that they work out and someday they get a hot girl like um yes those guys are are following like hashtag fitness motivation or hashtag fit girls or hashtag fit this fit that fit this fit that Mm -hmm. it's a weapon and you should use it (laughs) (laughs) so use the fitness thing because instagram loves to go into the fitness realm and, uh, so if you have a swimsuit on hashtag that stuff, mm. um, but, um, yeah, uh, a big thing on Instagram, um, that I think is very helpful is you'll get contacted by a lot of people that are saying they are willing to promote your Instagram for you. They are more often than not people that have copied successful people and are pasting this into your bio and are not willing to help you. However, some Instagrams with, I would say 500 K followers or more is a good threshold, um, would be willing to take anywhere from five to $50 from you to post you on their Instagram story. Oh, have you done that? Has that blown you up more? Definitely. I got my first thousand followers by posting myself on um united booties and unity fam <laughs> and some only fan girl promoting Instagram. how much did that cost you to in total yeah. i spent 50 dollars to get my instagram up and running and every time i got a post oh this was back when my um profile was five dollars or seven dollars somewhere around there um, every time I've got a post, I got enough followers to pay for the advertisement. Um, and by the time I got to like a thousand followers on Instagram, um, my profile started to grow very rapidly, very organically. Um, especially I started working with more models, I'm sorry, more photographers who would be posting me on their accounts okay. that I had to pay for. And, yeah. um, and then people that follow those photographers post on their um, you know, model discovery Instagrams. And so, uh, yeah, that's been, that's been my weapon. Also, by the point that you get to 10 K followers, which is a big goal of mine, you can put in a swipe up link, which if you can get to 10 K followers and put in a swipe up link, every time they swipe up, they go directly to your OnlyFans front page, which mm. is a big one, which is really, really, that sounds bitching. It sounds like it'll just like grow basically on its own from there, <laughs> grow its own legs and run away. Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. So what has been Um, your most successful, um, like what's the most money you've gotten paid? Let's go back to like the personalized content for a second. Cause mm -hmm. I want to talk about like the dirty shit. What is going on there? How much have you made doing what? Okay. Um, you're going to love this story. So (laughs) one time, I was contacted in the DMs after I have like an instant message that goes out to people as soon as I follow me. Um, I got contacted or I, I actually got a new fan and I, for some reason was online and I followed it up by being like more, um, genuinely like, Hey, happy you're here. This was back when people were paying for my thing. And it wasn't like every five seconds I got a new follower. Um, then he was responded. He was like, I wasn't going to hit you back, but, uh, that's really sweet of you. And, um, my girlfriend made me follow you. (laughs) My girlfriend made me follow you because she found your only fans the other day and subscribed and has been a hot mess ever since, because I think she's realizing she likes girls. You're her first girl crush. And I was like, ah, that's so cute. So both of these guys ended up subscribing to me with Rebill on for multiple months, like since the beginning. And I did end up making them some videos. <laughs> but between the two of them subscribing and um, making her a video, basically, like I started by like chatting with her. And, um, then we, um, did like a little strip tease kind of thing. And then, um, uh, yeah, I sell custom content, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, what did you do in cool. this video? Tell us, <laughs> uh, in this video, um, Uh, we did our clothes off and we like did some solo play oh so was this like a live this wasn't just a video this was no, like a FaceTime this is a video it's a um oh. like 10 minute video for a hundred bucks and oh my god yes I girl. Some pictures too but they probably contributed about like three or four hundred uh dollars to my campaign um which this was when I did not have my, um, like regular job anymore and, um, was doing only fans like full-time, um, ish, like starting to make it a full-time thing. Wow. Um, shout out this couple. Yeah. Cute, cute couple. Yeah. I I've actually made some really funny contacts, um, through only fans. Um, but yeah, I, um, I'm not doing any like custom content right now. I've totally put that on pause. Um, I definitely will pick it back up again um, in order to be able to do OnlyFans um, abroad and uh, like while I'm traveling and in order to be able to save for traveling and in order to be able to travel and um, make money while doing while traveling. Do you feel like your boundaries have evolved since you 
started OnlyFans? Because I feel like when you start out, you probably think, oh, I'll never do this. I'll never do that. I'm only here for this reason. But like, I'm assuming, you know, people are dynamic and grow based on experience. So have you, do you feel like your line in the sand, your boundaries have evolved, expanded, you're willing to do more now that you've had a bit of success at this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, when I, when I downloaded or when I, I started it up, I definitely didn't know what at all I was going to do with it. I really just wanted to, um, see what potential was there. Um, and I really wanted it to be a very like passive thing. Um, but I've had enough fun with it, um, and made enough money and realized how much money there is to be made. Um, that I definitely wanted to um, start to make some like new content. Like that was a move for me. I really was only posting things that I had already had in my portfolio. But um, at a certain point I was like, you know what? I wanna hit up a photographer, put on some sexy lingerie and like get some pictures taken. Um, and um, have al- have always been wanting to push my comfort zone a little bit more and see, um, you know, what I would do and what I wouldn't do. Um, the like, and not like shut myself down before I've even tried that kind of a thing. Do you have any specific Um, stories? Like what were you not willing to do at first, but you have done? Yeah. Um, there's this really cute girl and, um, this really cute girl lived in Ireland. Um, I'm sorry, she lived in Scotland, uh, going to school, but she's Irish. And I found her while I was doing some market research on Reddit, looking for how other girls are advertising themselves. I love my job. Um, and (laughs) I found this girl who was just impossibly stunning and ended up following her. Like I subscribed to her because I subscribe to people. Oh, the only fan girl became an only fan. Um, <laughs> uh, big fan. Um, and then she subscribed to me back and then that's actually a funny experience. So you're just like trading money back and forth basically. Pretty much. Well, after, I mean, we started to chat and it was, it was all very flirtatious. And I was like, girl, like, I realize this is your job. You like, are you just being nice? And she's like, no, oh, I thought you were just being nice. And I was like, oh, okay. So then she gave me like a free subscription to her profile for the rest of the lifetime. And uh, the likewise. rest of the lifetime. And uh, likewise. And so we got to, she became my like pen pal. Oh my God. I'm um, shed a tear. That's so sweet. Yeah, it really was. And we talked about like cute stuff. Um, but um, basically, um, she posted a lot more than I would, um, not just more provocative photos or more naked photos, um, but also like caption things in like more of a dirty way, mm-hmm. um, more enticing, if you will. Um, and also she, uh, would do like solo videos. Okay. Like solo masturbation videos. Oh, okay. Um, so one day she sent me one and that day (laughs) I sent her one back 
And I was like, this is the first for me. And she was like, well, don't do anything you're not comfortable with, but uh, no, it it shouldn't be the last time. And <laughs> I was like, she pumped you up. Kind of. Yeah. So she, she uh, was a bit of an inspiration um, to me um to getting me beyond my comfort zone and then you know the stories of like you're my girlfriend's first girl crush would you be willing to make her a special video and there were just a few things like that that got me past my my comfort zone I would say um and it happened very slow and yeah just in like in good time I definitely didn't want to talk about uh, my only fans to, um, not my like closest, closest friends, but some of my like more acquaintance type, not acquaintance type, <laughs> some of my other friends. <laughs> I'm afraid they're going to know who they are now. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely, um, wanted to see how it could evolve and what I would want to do more sustainably, more long-term before I even like marketed myself like I'm now ready to really market myself and girl let me tell you if I made a thousand dollars just barely trying yeah right um yeah I'm I'm ready but I have to finish up college but as soon as that's over we're just gonna fucking Send run it. with it yeah um what are you not willing to do though where is your where's your boundary with that yeah. like what are you not willing to share uh, what what do I wish my OnlyFans bio was? Yeah, not like, willing to do pee things. Okay, um, what else do you say no to? Yeah, meeting up. No. <laughs> um, even uh, like skyping. No, mm, I can't okay. do it. I can't. I can. I can sext all day because I have thirty seconds or more to be like, ew. Ah. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Da, 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 da. but um no I cannot FaceTime you because you won't like it it won't be fun for you yeah <laughs> I might actually get into like findom skyping though what's that findom financial domination <gasps> oh my As god in. pay pigs people who get turned on by just like giving yes! you money oh yes, yes you should that's that actually something I've been wanting to get into <laughs> feels like my whole life but I'm just a podcaster instead <laughs> yeah if anyone you know, I'm, wants I'm not if anyone wants to be I'm my a... pay pig hi I'm here shout out <laughs> shout out <laughs> yeah I I don't know I don't know but uh if I could pull it off but I could definitely oh pull you it off definitely can than... pull this shit off you should do that <laughs> I will I will I'll okay. try it out <laughs> everything life's about trying everything yeah um but yeah, I, I, I won't Skype. Well, I asked earlier, like partnership. Has anyone ever asked you like, oh. Hey, Jordan, will you get, you know, an, another dude or a girl like and do some shit? Like, would you yeah. do something like that? Um, yeah, the best offer that I've ever received, um, to, you know, um, create a uh, partner content was from, only fans girl from Ireland. Uh, the two of us were talking about like, she's always wanted to visit California. She was doing 
really well. We started off both at about like the top 14%. And I watched her just climb and climb and climb and climb the ranks. And so um, we were talking about um, like a California road trip, just getting like an Airbnb and like San Diego, LA, San Francisco, Palm Springs, Sacramento, you name it. Just like kind of going around and uh, I'll act show around and then we just make a bunch of content together. Oh my God. This is like what fucking dreams are made of. Dreamy as fuck. Wait, so are you gonna are you gonna plug Irish girl? Like who is this? Should we follow her? How um, hot is she? I wanna see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have some bad news. Um, Irish girl got her content stolen. What? Yes. Words to the wise. Irish girl um made it so big so quick because um, she was posting a lot of her content on a lot of platforms, um, namely Reddit, um, so much that people had enough of her content without any sort of watermark, without any sort of attachment, um, enough to create a mimicking profile. Oh no, people started catfishing, like using her content? Yes. Oh, yep. And, um, making, you know, making enough of a, a mark to have people let her know that there was a fake account that she had to, is now going through some like legal battles, which luckily, uh, because she's a student in Scotland, it's entirely free, uh, for her to need any type of legal help like this. But, um, yeah, she's currently trying to become compensated for the amount of money made by these people using her content wow to yeah to catfish people Holy um, shit. so she's that's offline a, that's such a bummer <laughs> so she's like paused basically her career right now she's waiting yeah. and she's wrapping up school too and waiting for the corona thing too she's a social worker so she's waiting for corona to die down so she can get back into her uh, uh field related gig on campus but um yeah the poor thing so um watermark your stuff if you're gonna put it anywhere and everywhere which quite frankly is a great marketing strategy Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's there's big people out there like baby ray x uh who uh is a big one i think her name is rachel in real life um but she'll post everywhere instagram reddit twitter you name it all of the things all of the teasers just with something that says at and her name across the most important part of the picture, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. uh, her yeah. face or her body or whatever. You got to do that for protection. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's crazy. I didn't people. even think about that. Like I've heard of regular people's, you know, Facebook profile photos being taken and somebody like creates a profile based on them. But wow, that's so sad. Only fans. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. So how do you feel just in general about the stigma of OnlyFans and, you know, other kinds of like sex work, right? Like, do you see that stigma kind of going away? Do you think that OnlyFans is aiding in empowering women and getting them out of this like shameful state of sharing their bodies and more towards, like you were saying earlier, self-love, like positivity, like body love vibe? 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I love that the creation of porn is becoming, is coming into the hands of women. Porn has always been made by men for For men. men. Uh, Yes. We talked about this in the vibin episode. It is just such a travesty. There is a need for female oriented. Yeah. Then that's, and then, and probably as importantly, where the money is in porn. Um, it's very unfortunate to learn more about the manipulation of women within the porn industry and in sex work in general. We've never had the power to be in charge, basically. So I am loving seeing more women creating porn on their own. They're enjoying the process more. They are enjoying themselves. The profits are going straight to them too. Yes. I love that as it should be. So I'm loving um, the potential for more porn for women being created, um, more porn industry money in the hands of the girls. Um, And this is something really exciting. Um, As far as like girl on girl porn goes, never been good. Once again, always been made for men. So I'm really excited to see what potential there is for LGBT porn, for porn for gay women. Not a thing. If you've ever gone looking for it, it's it's not possible to find. So I am excited to see more, you know, a whole host of uh, new um, audiences and new creative content makers, um, you know, getting to run free with it. All the good things could come of this. So yeah. uh, as far as stigma goes around OnlyFans, um, it, it, you know, what are you going to do about it? Um, I've personally- I appreciate that you haven't let that stop you. You're like, fuck it. This is my body. If I'm consenting to sharing it, like. Basically, yes. I'm going to like, yeah, if you got <laughs> it, want it. If you got it, monetize it, as you said earlier. If you got it, you're already flaunting it. I think that's a big thing. I see a lot of my peers posting their bikini photos and basically selling themselves and not getting anything out of it, except for maybe pride or, you know, male attention, which isn't necessarily something I've ever really been that interested in. Um, so yeah, we're, I mean, that we're always constantly being sexualized. Oh yeah. And just having an Instagram, like you are your brand, what you share is your marketing and yeah, I like what you're saying. It's like, you can make money off of it. You know, like you're already taking those photos. You're already posting that shit. 
you're already enjoying like the attention that comes from it. So you might as well, like, don't do it for nothing. Dollar dollar bills (laughs) y'all. Yeah. Right now times like these, you gotta, I mean, money, who's not thinking about money right now. And, uh, the more secure you can make yourself, you got to monetize it. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I had to, there was a point in time where I had to make the decision that the people that I love and the people that love me, the people that I surround myself with will still love me for being my most authentic self and for following my, you know, passions. Um, and anyone who would have a predisposition or, you know, a negative connotation towards OnlyFans and shut me down right there. And then, um, you know, I, I didn't need that in my life. You make the space for the right people to come in and they do. And, um, yeah, in, in my, in my world, in my life, I feel supported. I feel loved. I don't, even like the, the, any stigma or weirdness like goes over my head. I, it, you can live like that because of Corona, you know, <laughs> your people and you live in a bubble. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I, I definitely, it's not all like, um, rainbows and butterflies all the time. I've definitely, um, didn't anticipate some of the insecurity that comes with making new friends and having to, uh, you know, sort of holding the secret until you share it with them, uh, mm-hmm. let alone new love interests. Um, I didn't anticipate some of the anxiety surrounding um, meeting new people and how they would feel about this thing that I um, am doing, or even like if I ever changed my mind, like did. Um, because yeah, how you're, um, how you're, romantic partner feels about it is incredibly important but um yeah basically just made the decision that anyone who's going to come into my life is going to be okay with letting me do what it is I need to do and how I'm going to do it fuck yeah (laughs) sugar babies sugar mamas (laughs) potential romantic interests like you got to be on board you got to support like what I'm doing my sugar daddy I on Seeking Arrangements, found a headset inventor that, you know, made a big one one time and did a, and and now he's headset (laughs) living in Tahoe. And his passion project is photography, namely portraiture and boudoir. Hey, that's perfect. What a match made in heaven. He pays me $300 every time we have a photo shoot together or $500 if we don't, but either way I get content and money. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So the, the month that I made that a thousand dollars on OnlyFans, that wasn't the only money I made. Oh my God. Ladies, if you are listening. There's money out there that is waiting for you. It's a fucking Easter egg hunt, bitches. Go yeah. after that shit and grab it. And um, what I've been me saying in- constantly, like we just need to empower ourselves. Like the patriarchy is coming down and it's coming down quick. The future is femme. The future is femme. 
The future is fucking fun. Um, while I'm thinking about it, I did want to mention that if anyone that has been listening um, found any of this information useful and is thinking about signing up for OnlyFans, I have a referral code in my Instagram bio website thing, all my links, referral codes, sign up under my name because um, it's helpful to me. Hey, everyone. Okay, wait, hit them with a plug. Do you have your referral code? What is this? Link ter- that e slash what? Jordan Lexus James. <laughs> You'll find it there. Okay, everyone. Jordan Lexus once, James. Once again, Jordan Alexis James. Go on Instagram right now. Jordan <laughs> Alexis James. All one word. The word Jordan anal is hiding in anal it. Anal X James. <laughs> Jordanal Exus James. You know yes. it. <laughs> Find her Linktree link. Find her referral code to OnlyFans. Hit this bitch up. Also, just take a jaunt on her highlight reels. She has some videos of just her feet. If that's if that's what gets <laughs> you off. Thing. Need a freebie? I can go for it. I don't know, but oh my god. Okay, thank you so much for being on. This was so much fun. I learned a fuck ton. You. Uh, your girl might go try some OnlyFans shit. Do it! You know what to do! I got some, yeah, I know what to do. I know what to charge. I know how to make my screen name. Um, And I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. And also, like, just to bring it around, I think the best thing you said today was that it has all the bennies of, like, being a sugar baby or an escort or a stripper. Like, but none of the shit. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. So, thank you for empowering Thanks for empowering the people. This was so much fun. I love you. Everyone check out Jordan Alexis James and uh, we'll be back next week with more Butterfly. Love you. Love you. Thank you.